is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. A government characterized by extreme dictatorship. Seven across. Oh, I see. It's uh, fascism. Fascism. Wonderful. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We're going to stay here all night if we have to, so let's get started. Can I go and this starts to suck? Everyone is interested in good health. Everyone is interested in preserving his own health and that of his family and friends. That's why we have these meetings, to give you the facts. Now we know already that we don't have the resources that the government got. What they got to so-called bring you the choke, the fake ish. You understand? Now me, just as a man on YouTube, breaking it down and trying to show the people, I'm not gonna really come up with proof for say. You understand? I'm using what I can see, what I can understand, and bring it to the people. And you should do the same. You need to use your brain and everything, everything that they bring you. Now what we're looking at right here is a, is a so-called America Medical Association Encyclopedia of Medicine. There it is right here. Now with them giving you that so-called coronavirus, you know we have to get deep on it. You understand? As you could see, you even see the serpent right there with your AMA. You see right there in plain sight? <laughs> wow, and I told you people. Now, I always talk about research and where you find your research because I told you already, they always set it up for the masses for them to find whatever they want you to find. Now with this coronavirus, it forced me to go to this so-called Encyclopedia of Medicine. Now we go see what they have on the coronavirus. And this right here, <laughs> this is from the 80s. And I'm going to show you in a minute. But let's get to it. Now, as you can see right here, take a look. What it say right there? You see it? <laughs> it's 1989. This in, in, encyclopedia was published. There you go. It's the same thing. There you go. <laughs> it's no trick here. Now, now let's find the corona disease. As you can see, the coronavirus. Let's find it as on this chart right here. Because you know already, I told you already, they changed it for the next generation. You see it? Take a look. This is the coronavirus right here. You see it? <laughs> you see it? What it say across from it? It says the common cold. 
I don't know that I had exposure, but I don't have any of the symptoms. And we do have a White House doctor, and I should say many White House doctors, to, frankly. Uh, and I asked them that same question, and they said, uh, you don't have any symptoms whatsoever. And we don't want people without symptoms to go and do the test. The test is not insignificant. You're asking people who come back from, Ameri from Europe, Americans who are coming back from uh, Europe, to self-quarantine for a couple of weeks. You were in a picture with somebody who now has coronavirus from Brazil at Mar-a-Lago. How is that different? Well, I'll tell you, first of all, I'm not coming back from someplace. But you uh, were exposed. We, uh, there was somebody that they say has it. I have no idea who he is, but I take pictures and it lasts for literally seconds. I don't know the gentleman that we're talking about. I have no idea who he is. I haven't seen the picture. I said there's a picture of somebody, but I take sometimes hundreds of pictures a day. And that night I was taking hundreds of pictures, so I just don't know. Now, I did sit with the President for probably two hours, but he's uh, tested negative, so that's good. You say your White House doctor is telling you something different. Who should Americans listen to? And my second I, question is... I think they is have to listen to their doctors. And I think they uh, shouldn't be jumping to get the test unless it's necessary. But I think they have to listen to their doctors. And I, I mean, I don't know. The, I haven't seen the picture. Somebody said there's a picture with somebody taking a picture with me, but I haven't seen it. Well, doctors have but said I you might have you, it even if you don't have symptoms. Well, Are you being selfish by not getting tested and potentially Well, I didn't say I wasn't going to be tested. Are you going to be? Uh, most likely, yeah. Most when likely. Do you think not for that happen? reason, but because I think I will do it anyway. According to SAGE, uh, the Scientific Advisory Committee on Emergencies, it looks as though we're now approaching the fast growth part of the upward curve. And without drastic action, cases could double every five or six days. Now is the time for everyone to stop non-essential contact with others and to stop all unnecessary travel. Lastly, it remains true, as we've said in the last few weeks, that risks of transmission of the disease at mass gatherings, such as sporting events, are relatively low. But obviously, logically, as we advise against unnecessary social contact of all kinds, it's right that we should extend that advice uh, to mass gatherings as well. <laughs>
Troubling news today after the World Health Organization warned that outbreaks in Victorian England have confirmed that the coronavirus is capable of spreading through time. Here to discuss this development is OPR's Alan Potts, who is not our health correspondent or anything. He just has the right tone of voice for this story. Alan, welcome. Glad to be here. So what do we know about these outbreaks so far? Well, the announcement comes after time-traveling officials confirmed that an eight-year-old chimney sweep from 1860s London has tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. Just listen to the statement made by World Health Organization officials. We have received confirmation from several Victorian physicians that the soot-covered ragamuffin symptoms were in fact consistent with coronavirus. It's unclear how he contracted the virus, but this disease transmission across space and time signals a new phase in the coronavirus epidemic. Preliminary efforts to treat the boy with amputation and bloodletting have so far proved unsuccessful. And he remains, or remained, Uh, He's in critical condition. That's terrifying. What can people do to protect themselves? Containment is crucial. Health officials have already issued a time travel advisory to anyone visiting eras before the invention of antiviral medication and are urging anyone born after the year 1837 to wash their hands after throwing their chamber pots full of human feces into the street. Mm. The importance of following these measures cannot be overstated. Just listen to this Victorian child who was infected in the outbreak. Excuse me, mister. <coughs> Got a spare handkerchief to blow me nose in? Sorry, I don't. Dime you will. I just nose it. Sorry to bother. <coughs> wow, that's terrible. But how exactly does the virus spread through the space-time continuum? Uh, scientists are st- still <coughs> uh, hard at work trying to figure that out. <coughs> Bless you. And Alan, what's the worst-case scenario here? What effects could the coronavirus have if it were to, say, make its way into the deeper past? That is definitely a concern, because what we're realizing here is that no one in any time period is truly safe. We're just now getting reports that the virus has already caused Rome to fall 200 years ahead of schedule. (laughs) It has absolutely wiped out everyone who had been able to survive the plague. And even the baby Jesus is being treated in the old city of Jerusalem for symptoms. (laughs) So unless we develop a vaccine soon, there's no telling how far this will go. Well, that brings up an interesting... Interesting question. Are health officials worried about any potential butterfly effects from tampering with the past? Uh, That is something they're taking into consideration. But so far, humanity is still here. So health experts are hopeful that they can get people, both past and present, the treatment they need without any major ramifications. That's good to know. But let me ask you something else. Uh, A lot of people have been wondering uh, about this. Oh, no. What's happening? What What do you mean? mean? Oh, my God. No. What are you talking talking about? You're flickering in and out of existence. Leslie. What's happening? Leslie. Oh, that was weird. How many people are you seeing actually sick with your own eyeball? I haven't seen none. I know a lot of people. A lot. Okay, I have a huge group on Facebook. It's called Snake Diet Motivation. There, I don't see it. I don't see it. Results talk bullshit. What? I don't see it. If it's going through the system that quick, somebody should be sick. Like, somebody should be sick. My, I not, I'm not seeing it in my environment. I'm not. Where the fuck are the sick people? This coronavirus news story is in fact a hoax. You do know this by now, don't you? It's just one more way of reducing your liberty and reminding you that they can f*** with you anytime they want. As long as you put up with it. As long as you put up with it. Which means, of course, anytime they want. 
because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. Well, well, they don't want you to get an infection. And you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. It would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Fear of germs. Why these pussies? You can't even get a decent hamburger anymore. They cook the shit out of everything now because everybody's afraid of food poisoning. Hey, where's your sense of adventure? Take a chance, will you? You know how many people die in this country from food poisoning every year? 9,000. That's all. It's a minor risk. <laughs> Take a chance, bunch of goddamn pussies. Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid? Ish. I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're f***ing weak and you got a f***ing weak immune system. Now, all right, God damn it. Hey. All right. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. <laughs> and at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. <laughs> it strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw sh**. <laughs> so, so personally, I never take any special precautions against germs. I don't shy away from people who sneeze and cough. I don't wipe off the telephone. I don't cover the toilet seat. And if I drop food on the floor, I pick it up and eat it. I eat it. Yes, I do. Even if I'm at a sidewalk cafe in Calcutta, the poor section, on New Year's morning during a soccer riot, and you know something, in spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds, I don't get flu, I don't get headaches, I don't get upset stomachs. And I, you know why? Because I got a good, strong immune system and it gets a lot of practice. 
My immune system is equipped with the biological equivalent of fully automatic military assault rifles with night vision and laser scopes. And we have recently acquired phosphorus grenades, cluster bombs, and anti-personnel fragmentation mines. So, when my white blood cells are on patrol, reconnoitering my bloodstream, seeking out strangers and other undesirables, if they see any, any suspicious-looking germs of any kind, they don't f*** around. They whip out the waxen weapons, they wax them, and deposit the unlucky fellow directly into my colon. The Chinese government was the first to know of this risk to the world. And that puts a special obligation to make sure that data, the data gets to our scientists, our professionals. This is not about retribution. This matters going forward. We're in a, we're in a live exercise here to get this right. We, we need to make sure that even today, the data sets that are available to every country, including data sets that are available. Now we're in an exercise? I thought there was a full-blown uh, pandemic, not an, not an exercise. I know you think I'm a social pop My lovely prey, I'm a cliche Make way, I'm in my Pepsi moon Mama needs food, how about a barbecue? For us, the bourgeoisie, so carefree, remember when we I don't know why you need to get by Something for your mind, 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 Something for your mind, 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 Something for your mind, Something for your mind. Something for your, for your, for your fire. It's always weird when someone on the TV from the government is telling you something is not something. They will work in concert with the Department of Defense, and we've had a lot of disinformation circling. And I want to make sure it is understood that this is not martial law. The Department of Defense, by way of a mission assignment. Okay, and this is acting. People are going to 
they're gonna break this down and they're gonna talk about Trump's facial expression. I'm not even using my good TV, but watch his face when he says martial law. Sure, it is understood that this is not martial law. The Department of Defense, by way of a mission sign. I mean, I can get it on a better TV, but he's smirking. There's a little smile there. Sure, it is understood that this is not martial law. The Department of Defense. More people will be breaking it down. It's all a show, people. <laughs> It's getting real. I was outside here a while ago, and uh, this crackhead girl come walking up up the driveway here. Walks up, kind of snuck up on me, scared me a little bit. And she told me that she'd give me a barge dwelling a donut for a roll of toilet paper. Well, I guess she come off the parkway, I don't know, but when she left, she went right over between Matt's fence in the barn and was headed over towards Justin's house. So I just warning y'all, it's getting crazy around here. Can you crack the Tom Hanks coronavirus code? I'm going to give you all of the hints that you need in this video. This should be fun. Let's check it out. You heard the news that Tom Hanks had contracted coronavirus while in Australia. He contracted this virus, or at least it was reported, on March 11. Let's take a look at what Tom Hanks said prior to this at the Golden Globes. He gave a speech at the Golden Globes, but in the after show, apparently he gave kind of like a second speech. I'm going to play a few seconds of that. Um, the, the current plan, and because I'm sick, I'm about to leave uh, to go to um, Australia, Australia. Uh, Good thoughts to Australia uh, for what's going on down there. To work with Baz Luhrmann, and I will be playing, if all goes according to plan, Colonel Tom Parker to Austin Butler's Elvis Presley. And hopefully uh, I will then finally have an answer to all your stupid questions about why will I never play a bad guy. I we will leave that one there for now. Here is the official speech at the Golden Globes, and at this point in his speech, where he's just received uh, an award, he's talking about the process of filmmaking, the craft of filmmaking. Let's take a look at this. But it's those moments as an actor where everybody I have ever worked with has helped me get to that place. Sometimes it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and sometimes it's 11, uh, 11 in, uh, 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 at night in which you just have to somehow put it all together, have faith in what the process is, and, and go there. You heard what he just said. I won't spell too much of this out for you. Some of you have already worked out a potential connection in that clue. Now let's take a look at the film Inferno from 2016. It starred Tom Hanks. It doesn't matter if you haven't seen the film. What matters is what the film was about. Harvard professor Robert Langdon awakens in a hospital room in Florence, Italy, with no memory of what has transpired over the last few days. He finds out that Zobrist, one of the characters of the film, who is obsessed with Dante, has created a viral superweapon which he has dubbed 
Inferno. So this 2016 film named Inferno, the title of the film is the Super Virus. And the Tom Hanks character wakes up in a hospital in Italy. Those are the four main clues that you need. This all goes way further than that. But if you just take a look at the clues, see the connections, eventually you'll find yourself tumbling down a rabbit hole. Hey guys, I'm really stressed out right now. Um, it's been coming to my attention that a lot of Trump supporters have been figuring out the truth about me and my family, you know, being in the, uh, you know what I'm talking about. And I don't know what to do right now because everything's starting to come to light. I mean, these extremely reliable websites like 4chan, 8chan have been exposing it. And it's like, if somebody wrote it on the internet, you know it must be true. And it is true. So it's like, I don't know how this is gonna affect our whole new world agenda. Um, ever since the Simpsons predicted my dad being the spokesperson for the coronavirus, even though they didn't predict anything, um, is it's just been it's been troublesome, to say the least. Um, I guess I'm just gonna have to work extra hard at my human sacrifices. I'm late for one right now, and I'm a little hungry, so I might uh, eat someone's pineal gland on the way. But uh, just know that uh, we're watching you, and uh, if you're talking shit on the internet, you're gonna be the first people sent to the FEMA camps. Who are you to wave your finger? You must have been out your hair. We built heaven and made it float. Royalty cruises. This is General William Sullivan with an emergency message. I'm speaking to you from a CDC clean zone. Outbreak of the deadly Pandora virus is spreading rapidly. Unprecedented threat requires a worldwide quarantine. All ships must remain at sea until further. Humanity must endure. The virus? What did we do? They're buying it. They're buying it. Chillingly plausible indeed, Joe Morgenstern of the Wall Street Journal. Uh, what have we got? Garlic, we've got some mushrooms, potatoes, carrots, parsnips. Ah, I'm a fan of parsnips. Not rosemary, because I'm a fan of rosemary. If in the obituary call, I'm snippet. It was written by the forks and knives of Mary Mallon. Deeper in the stew, sort of buried in rabbits and boiled cabbage. Had a little lamb, it was average. Could have been a magdalene, Mary had a crafted. But ask her to master the ovens. Been had some upper class on a budget. Lunched with the cemetery staff till her resume had slashed with the stomachs of the book. Everyone around you was dying. Everything you touched was the best. Imagine for a second the unrest. When the booty your labor is like a poison to the very employers who were laboring to impress Queen Mary mind is gold as a rose-colored virus alive in the vilest environment around Little in the soup, beaten the spices in which you were later cooked Okay, so the flour is there and you, you mix in the butter So we're then going to add in a little bit of water Knives don't cut in the kitchen, but yes those cooks might die Tied to the same folk who loved you, and then use blood for the pie Tragic, cause they'll marry now and once more She plays the 
trays on the boxing plate Keep the goose and the gander in the possum plate Heart as good as gone with no option, wait Whatever Mary carried when the doctors came Coats on, masked up, orderly Hellish people formed from the pork and bean Death came to dinner with New York to lead A cup of milk, a stick of butter, and some quarantine Balance, talents, a balance of beast form From the typhoid cellular to tell you to keep warm Death in the petticoat, pedal the sweet corn To the butcher in a bowery and a felony feast for What cap wanna tell you to keep clear Manage your sandwich as well and it bleeds fear On the bar, need a bucket of cheap beers It's your money or your life if you continue to eat here Let it off, I'll get the cake today Please don't, I'll get the cake today Let it off, I'll get the cake today Not a pot luck, got an unlucky pot with a ham hock Wash up, cram that slot down 50 Cops in a sickly room, get your pristine nuts in a mixing spoon Mary and a monster, a marvel of medicine Innocently hit a bit of headache in a venison America might get bedside critical Sweating in an exide death by dinner bell Indignance and diligence loudly How she worked for the lawyers, employing her proudly Made him the medicine, they stayed at home drowning The fix is the Jones, Tyrone is the county We know you mean well, Mary Patience, there ain't enough will in the world that can save them the danger is dead and buried at St. Raymond. garden hey good people jeff c here again i'm gonna play this video that's getting really viral on um twitter which is i guess is a good thing because it's pretty important what's um being discussed here um i've talked about it numerous times i've talked about it. i even talked about it a lot when the ebola was happening years back i talked about the film contagion and i was saying Sanjay Gupta plays himself in the film Contagion. Wolf Blitzer plays himself in the film Contagion. When news anchors and health experts and the like play themselves in fictional movies, there is no way that you can ever, ever, ever trust them. I hope everybody understands that. That should be common sense to everyone out there. So, um, this Twitter post here, I don't know, I think it's at Jackson Polo, whoever was the first one to do it. And there's a dude here and he's reacting to it. It's pretty hilarious, actually. And... Every single person on on the planet should see this. And then really think long and hard about your celebrities and your ABC, CNN, Disney media, and what's going on right now. But let's listen in here to what's said here. It's pretty hilarious and very timely. Doctor who's been consistently reporting on CNN about the coronavirus. Pass away from the coronavirus. 
everything we are doing right, right now is to help yeah, our check this out. Now look, this Lawrence Fishburne in the movie Contagion. Listen to what Blood say. But right now, our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. And look who Blood talking to. to date. Ain't that the video from CNN? Or am I tripping? We're still working on uh, confirming that number. The CDC, this is Blood from CNN. In the movie Contagion. Come on now. I mean, I ain't no conspiracy theory. But this is a hell of a coincidence. And he telling us to do what we gotta do right now in real life in the movie. That in order to become sick, you have to first come in contact with a sick person or something that they touched. In order to get scared, all you have to do is come in contact with a rumor or the television. Great clip. Shout out to whoever that dude was. And we're all in this together. And, um, woke, eh? Isn't that funny how they've co-opted the term woke? To be woke, people, is to understand that your media is a big script, it's a big show. That is being woke. Because you wake up to the spell that they're putting everyone on. And this is clear, 100% clear evidence, like over and over again, that all of this is a script. It's a planned-demic. And we must do our best to get this word out while we still have a chance.
not only does your mind create your perceptive reality, but our minds are so powerful that there have been cases where a woman has believed she is pregnant and she has had every symptom of pregnancy. I saw one time there was a story about a woman who grew an amniotic sac. That's how strong the mind is. They call it pseudosiesis. Is that how you pronounce that? And it says that doctors suspect the psychological factors actually trick the body into thinking that it's pregnant. You, you can trick your own body into thinking you're pregnant. That is how powerful the mind is. People have thought themselves out of having cancer before. They have, they have cured themselves through the power of positive thinking. I mean, the brain is insanely powerful. This is why, this is why we have such a thing as placebo effect where you take something and you think it's doing something and so it does something because you think it does. So what goes on in your mind is very important. I've even watched, and you know what? I am not going to play these clips. I've, I, a lot of times when I do these videos, I'll make montages of clips to prove my point. I don't think I need to do that right now. I, I definitely don't want to make you witness just 27 people saying the word fear, but that's what it is. Even when the stock market thing happened just the other day, the lady was like, fear drove the markets today. Then I watched a mayor of one of our larger cities give a press conference, and the whole press conference was about freaking people out. It was not about calming anyone down the way he was talking. I couldn't believe it, because normally when they give these press conferences, they usually try to get everyone to remain calm. But it's almost like the words he, he was saying were trigger words that were trying to trigger people into freaking out more. So I'm not going to play any of these clips. I refuse. I don't really think that you guys need to be subjected to it, you know, but it was kind of, it, it, again, just like everything else, it's unreal that <laughs> this is the way that this is being handled. It's as if they want people to freak out. That's what I mean. And driving people to the point where they're just responding emotionally and reacting to a situation instead of thinking about things logically, is also driving people to a point of begging to have their rights taken away. And begging for any level of just fascism that you can think of. And some of that is actually going on. That's actually occurring now. People that back in 2012 were decrying the idea of martial law in the streets are actually saying today it's going to be a good thing when that happens. It's going to be good. When we are locked down. Unbelievable. Again, it's unreal. You know, it reminds me of a quote I saw today that was shared by the odd man out. He's a guy that I've been on the boiler room with. And he shared this great quote on his Instagram. It said, let's face it. We live in a command-based system where we've been programmed since our earliest school years to become followers, not individuals. We have been conditioned to embrace teams, the herd, the masses, popular opinion, and to reject what is different, eccentric, or stands alone. We are so programmed that all it takes for any business or authority to condition our minds to follow or buy something is to simply repeat a statement more than three or four times until we repeat it ourselves and follow it as truth or the best, trendiest thing. This is called programming. 
the frequent repetition of words to condition us how to think, what to like or dislike, and who to follow. And how to act is another one that I would add. And that was by Susie Kasem. It's a great quote, kind of sums it all up. Because that's what's going on now. They have put people in a fear bubble. They've been ramping it up every single day for months now. And the whole thing is just crescendoed over the last several days. And everyone is just panic buying the stores into the ground. To the point where they've now had to limit hours just so they can put things on the shelf. Not because we don't have resources. The resources are there to be had. Like I said, not even a single case here. And this is how people are acting. So I don't even know, just from this response, just from witnessing this response, when, when in many of these places nothing is even actually happening and this is how people have, have reacted, I can't imagine what it would be like if stuff actually was happening. It is great to be prepared. I am not suggesting for a moment that being prepared is a bad idea. People should be prepared. But this isn't prepared. Waiting until everyone mass freaks out and then just panic buy everything off the shelf so no one can have any toilet paper, that is not really being prepared. <laughs> that's not preparedness. You know, that, that, is, that is panic buying. And that's what they're calling it because they have whipped everyone up into a level 11 which takes me back to the Twilight Zone and Maple Street. Do you know how the episode ends? I'm going to spoil it for you now. You should go watch it anyway. It's a good episode. It's one of, I think it was ranked one of the top 10 Twilight Zone episodes of all time. Because it makes a really good point. But I am, there is going to be some spoilers now though. So at the end you have neighbors who just moments before in the episode were totally friendly with each other and hanging out in the street. Now they're beating each other to death in the streets and they're throwing rocks through each other's windows and everything has gone to complete hell utter chaos everything is devolved and the scene cuts to a nearby hilltop that overlooks the street there's these two guys there they're talking about how all you have to do is use this device they have to manipulate a neighborhood's power and how simply messing with it just makes everyone go insane and that it only takes a few hours after screwing with people's machines. The machines are specifically mentioned, by the way. That's all it takes for people to descend into complete and utter anxiety, paranoia, chaos, panic, and flip out on each other. And it's a pattern that they've done in other cities and it can be exploited. Sit back and watch the pattern. And this pattern is always the same. With few variations, they pick the most dangerous enemy they can find, and it's themselves. To take over the planet, because these two guys and their device, they're aliens, and they're going to take over Earth. And the last line is about how they're going to do it one neighborhood at a time. All we need to do is sit back and watch. Their world is full of maple streets. And we'll go from one to the other and let them destroy themselves. One to the other. One to the other. One to the other. And the closing narration, because you know how they always do that really great Rod Serling closing narration. The closing narration says, The, the tools, tools of conquest, of conquest do, not do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. And the pity of it is that these and things cannot, cannot be, be confined, confined to, to the, the twilight, twilight zone. zone. Thank you.
So few questioning the natural state of things It's a nightmare, we live it in a nightmare Everyone's living so scared They're virtually unaware of this fear that rules their lives Occupies, consumes their minds of this fear of bankruptcy Financial impotency It's money, 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 money Cause if we keep buying, then they'll keep selling the lies. So it's up to my Fuse, be, press, I make, home, sit, 
I believe lay mind troll in tape. I seek revelate make life celebrate. I be change see manifest word speak. I fuse the press. I make own says I will be manipulated mind control and in that I will seek the revelation make my life a celebration I will be the change a seeking manifest the word speaking I refuse to be impressed I will make my own decision I will be manipulated mind control and in that I will seek the revelation make my life a celebration I will be the change a seeking manifest the word speaking I refuse to be impressed I will make my own decision I Manipulated mind control and in that I will seek the revelation Make my life a celebration I will be the change a seeking manifest the word a speaking I refuse to be impressed I will make my own decision I wanna be manipulated mind control and inundated I will seek the revelation Make my life a celebration I will be the change of seeking manifest the words of speaking I refuse to be imprisoned I will make my own mind a permanent holiday I'm coming out Saturday I ain't gonna slave away No, no front no corporate Babylon I'm never gonna be a pawn in their manipulation game
Very powerful stuff. What more do you want? Edward George Ruddy died today. Edward George Ruddy was the chairman of the board of the Union Broadcasting Systems. And he died at 11 o'clock this morning of a heart condition. And woe is us. We're in a lot of trouble. So, a rich little man with white hair died. What has that got to do with the price of rice, right? And why is that woe to us? Because you people and 62 million other Americans are listening to me right now. Because less than 3% of you people read books. Because less than 15% of you read newspapers. Because the only truth you know is what you get over this tube. Right now, there is a whole, an entire generation that never knew anything that didn't come out of this tube. This tube is the gospel, the ultimate revelation. This tube can make or break presidents, popes, prime ministers. This tube is the most awesome goddamn force in the whole godless world. And woe is us if it ever falls into the hands of the wrong people. And that's why woe is us that Edward George Ruddy died. Because this company is now in the hands of CCA, the Communication Corporation of America. There's a new chairman of the board, a man called Frank Hackett, sitting in Mr. Ruddy's office on the 20th floor. And when the 12th largest company in the world controls the most awesome goddamn propaganda force in the whole godless world, who knows what ish will be peddled for truth on this network. So you listen to me. Listen to me. Television is not the truth. Television is a goddamn amusement park. Television is a circus, a carnival, a traveling troupe of acrobats, storytellers, dancers, singers, jugglers, sideshow freaks, lion tamers, and football players. We're in the boredom-killing business. So if you want the truth, go to God. Go to your gurus. Go to yourselves. Because that's the only place you're ever going to find any real truth. But man, you're never going to get any truth from us. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. We'll tell you that uh, Kojak always gets the killer and that nobody ever gets cancer in Archie Bunker's house. And no matter how much trouble the hero is in, don't worry, just look at your watch. At the end of the hour, he's going to win. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We deal in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors, creeds. We're all you know. You're beginning to believe the illusions we're spinning here. You're beginning to think that the tube is reality and that your own lives are unreal. You do whatever the tube tells you. You dress like the tube. You ate like the tube. You raise your children like the tube. You even think like the tube. This is mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Now, go find the others. Dot com. You know, I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I'm really going to miss you guys when the show's over.